from Disart, it's Dystopia. Hi, this is Jill Vin. And this is Chris Smith, and you're listening to the Dystopia Podcast, the podcast where art and disability collide, and we are starting a new series on Art Prize. It's exciting. Yes, it is. And so this episode begins a series of episodes, which we'll be, we will be producing mm-hmm. during this Grand Rapids-based art competition. Yeah, how do you explain Art Prize? It's uh, it's uh, an enormous, uh, well, what, over 500,000 people will come and, mm-hmm. and hang out in Grand Rapids and look at art that is literally hung up in every... Nook and uh, cranny. Yeah, every yep. every available space in Grand Rapids and in, in bars and restaurants and galleries, of course, but uh, emptied out buildings and um, and the the public not only uh, gets to look at this art, but they get to vote for the art. Yeah. Um, and the winner gets a, a big big bowl of cash. And uh, it's been going on for nine years, so we're in Art Prize Nine, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this art is going to take a look at art prize for you right and so yeah we got a couple couple things that we want to do with these podcasts i mean the first thing i guess right is to to point people to art um that speaks about disability in some way um and people can see that right yeah we have a list on if you go to artprize.org you will find a a place where you can search lists Mm -hmm. and just type dis art in the search field and it will come up with a list which we hope will continue to grow, anticipate will grow over the next couple weeks, Mm -hmm. of artists who have included the disabled experience personally or otherwise Mm -hmm. in their artist statements. Yeah, so we're we're creating that list and then we're also um, really trying to dig into the actual experience of going to Art Prize. So mm-hmm. uh, we're going to go around and do some sort of on the street recording yeah. um, and um, talk about crowds. Right, it gets very right. busy. Right, but talk um, about uh, potentially. My favorite part is when you have the artists uh, buy their artwork, and you have a chance to connect with them and yeah. and hear more about their lives and the art that they're creating. Yeah, so we're hopefully going to talk to artists. We're going to talk to curators um, about their work and and what they're doing. And then, uh, as you know, as uh, as usual, we're going to try to highlight programming for those of you in the Grand Rapids area. You know, uh, to uh, to get down here if you can and take a look at particular events that we'll uh, highlight that we think again are you know connected to what we're trying to do at Disart and Dystopia. Mm-hmm. So uh, we actually started Art Prize last night. It was the opening evening and we started with a, a film screening and I think it was really exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a film screening that we collaborated with mm-hmm. Celebration Cinema, one of our amazing local partners mm-hmm. here in Grand Rapids. And it was part of the Art Prize on screen. It's all documentary, independent yeah. documentary yeah. films that yeah. they're going to be showing throughout the duration of Art Prize. And so mm-hmm. we got to kick it off with yeah. uh, Dinah. Dinah. And Dinah is actually, I don't know I if think you knew this, Chris. Dina, oh, jeez. Right? Yes, Dinah. But, she, but yeah, I, we call the Dinah for a long time until we actually... Uh, watch the film, right? <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah. 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 And uh, did you know that it actually was a, a documentary grand jury prize winner at Sundance yeah, this year? Yeah, it's amazing. It, it, you know, it, it's a really amazing film uh, directed by Dan Sickles and Antonio Santini, who follow the lives of Dina Bruno and Scott Levin, who are 
uh, people who live with Asperger's, right, mm-hmm. and uh, are getting married, and uh, it is a, it's really a fantastic film um, that, again, follows them from uh, their engagement all the way up through their marriage uh, uh, ceremony, and uh, it's, it's a film that doesn't hold back. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's pretty, pretty no, and sometimes you kind of, you realize if you, you sit there and you think, wow, they're really letting us into Mm -hmm. very intimate and personal, personal moments, Mm -hmm. um, and the conversations and the experiences they have and, Mm -hmm. and how much they just live in the moment Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. have, um, so much to offer us as the observers no and yeah and 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 uh what we what we really like about this film um is a sort of there's a relatability in this film um and you'll hear more about that um as we as we talk to emily lokes from celebration cinema but if you uh if you see this film uh we commented that that you'll you'll think about your own life, you know, mm-hmm, in, in conjunction sure. with their life. And, and that's always a really great thing if that can happen uh, for a disability representation. That's pretty powerful. Yeah, so mm-hmm. after the film, as we do with all our partnering events mm-hmm. with Celebration Cinema, is mm-hmm. that we like to have a discussion. Yeah. And so about half of the, the group that was there to watch the film stayed, and yeah. we had this uh, really awesome dialogue mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. people were posing questions and observations about the film. People were challenging those observations and sharing and adding to it. And one of the questions that came up, which I, I really can relate to because I've I've been in the audience and wondered mm-hmm. this myself is, is it okay to laugh? Right, right. It's a very funny film uh, because they themselves are very funny people. Uh, and there's all these situations in which they find themselves in. Uh, and, and really just the way that Dina talks is very yeah. amusing. And, and uh, the people in the film and, and even herself, I think, have an understanding of that as her identity. But, yeah, I would say three or four people sort of said, eh, I felt like... Were we laughing at them? Were we laughing with them? Um, yeah, what do, what do you think about that? Yeah, I'll, you know, because Dina is, well, she's she's kind of the funny one in this yeah, yeah, show. Yeah. And, I, and Scott, too, but she she's definitely the dominant character mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. film, and hence the title. But it, it seemed like because she was, I would anticipate, so much a part of the creation of this film, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that it, that she was okay with the humor that's there. I mean, I yeah. we did some research and in, into the the directors and it sounds like they had a close tie with her. I mean, yeah. they've had a, yeah. a personal relationship with Dina mm-hmm. as uh, as individuals. So mm-hmm. to imagine how you present friends right. on stay on right. film is that you're going to do it in a way that's respectful of them. Yeah, and, you're and we, take care of them, right? Yeah, yeah in this yeah, case yeah. we're trusting you know, right or wrong, we're trusting that the Scott and Dina are okay with this. Yeah, and I think one of the things that you said last night too really rang true, which is that um, this this film presents uh, authentic voices of mm-hmm. these people, and um, because they are so intimately um, uh, connected with the audience, that. Um, the humor that comes out then is also authentic. Um, And and I I think that was good, you know. And and the other thing, of course, that is going on in this film, because it is about a relationship, is there's a lot of sex talk, right? Uh, Dina's trying to figure out how to be a sexual being Mm -hmm. with Scott, who's actually a little bit nervous, right? Yeah, he's very nervous. She has a lot more experience, and, Mm -hmm. and she 
believes that's something that she she wants to be sexual. Yeah. And how do you navigate that? And that's such a real conversation. But as someone in the audience pointed out, it's not talked about. Right. No. Disability and sexuality and Mm -hmm. navigating those spaces are are pretty hush hush. Yeah, that's right. So this this was great to see it on a big screen Mm -hmm. put Mm -hmm. out there. And rather than seeing someone with a disability as asexual right, and right. uninterested, right, that's right. Um, this was quite the opposite. Yeah, and and I think it should be applauded for that. You know, and the other things that should be applauded for um, that that you'll see in the film is that it's not uh, your typical overcoming narrative, right? No, the not sort at of, all. Uh, super cripple, um, you know, super crip narrative that we often see in these documentaries. Um, it's not triumphant at all. Nope. In fact, it's almost hyper normalized, yeah. right? Um, which which I thought was really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that actually mirrors, we didn't, haven't talked about this yet, but there was a film short that mm-hmm. we That's all right. had an opportunity to experience previous to this called It Ain't Over. Yeah. And I was able to watch this film short on YouTube. Right. So, so go could, out and do that. Yeah. Yep, with Ed Dobson. And, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of those similar themes in terms of living in the moment. Yeah. And not necessarily about overcoming, but living with your experiences, living with your disability yeah. in a way that's um, productive. Well, and I would say, too, that this is one of these great e- examples of where there are you know, multiple perspectives um, on, on what these films mean. You know, I, I found it a little bit um, uh, objectifying, mm-hmm. um, but knowing that Dobson was the director yeah. of the film really helps. Um, but yeah, we encourage everybody to go and look at you can look at that right now at YouTube while you're at work. Don't don't tell your boss. But, <laughs> but um, so anyway, we had a chance to talk to Emily Lokes, mm-hmm. uh, the director of community affairs at Celebration, uh, to give her reactions to the Art Prize on Screen event. Um, and uh, so let's play that real quick, and mm-hmm. uh, and then we'll come back. Well, hi, Emily. Thanks for taking a minute to uh, talk to us on Dystopia. Hey, Chris. I always love to talk with you. (laughs) Oh, wonderful. Well, listen, we had this great event last night, and uh, we were just hoping that we could chat with you a little bit about how you felt it went. Um, And I guess the first thing we want to just talk about is, like, your overall goals for the art prize on screen. This is your second year doing that. Is that right? This is the second year, and this is the first year that we focused exclusively on documentary film as presented in Art Prize. Uh, last year, it was a mix of more comedy and drama and documentary and the whole hodgepodge of different varieties of film. And, you know, we just kept getting presented with these great documentary film opportunities, and it felt like we were going to be turning away some of the best content and finally just owned that and said, this isn't talking heads on a screen. There is something truly exceptional about the artistry and the stories being told in these documentary films that we wanted to just celebrate this year. And that was certainly the case with uh, Dina last night. Yeah. Oh, um, what an incredible film. I felt yeah, so it, privileged to be able to see it. Yeah, I mean, I really felt that way too. You know, the um, Jill and I talked about it being a sort of invitation you yeah. know, to, the, to this thing, but... You know, we're, we're sort of thinking that the, the event was a big success. I know you are, too. Um, what, what were your impressions of it? How did it go? Well, first, quickly, to the film itself, one of the things that I just found myself thinking about afterwards was about um, specificity in storytelling. 
and yeah. how strangely enough when you get away from sort of making a generic experience or these sweeping statements of this is what it's like, you know, um, mm-hmm. but you tell this very narrow, specific story in a way that feels so raw and so true, how how many people can find themselves in it. So I'm I'm watching this film and I'm thinking, oh, I've had a moment like that. I mean, I just felt myself in it in a way that, uh, it feels counterintuitive, but that kind of specificity is this invitation to a deeper kind of connection um, that I really appreciated. Um, but last night, well, I I have I have always really appreciated the way that you at Disart have helped to facilitate conversations afterwards. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And uh, so I was glad for the people who were able to stay on for that because for me the magic happens when. Instead of having these siloed experiences, I mean, those are great too, but mm-hmm. when when there's this turning towards that happens after a film experience and this turning towards each other and feeling like, oh, I I can share something of who I am or I can see something that I didn't before, either in myself or in my neighbor. And and that's happened a number of times. And I was sharing with some folks this morning that, that um, so often a conversation about a book or a movie tends to have a lead voice and then people kind of like chiming in to substantiate and to reiterate what's already been said. And one of the things that was so striking to me with the 20 or 30 people who sort of spoke out following that film is that it was so respectful and people shared some reflections on the film and what was presented in it and how both critical reflections and appreciative reflections. And and sometimes I'd feel like, whoa, that's right, you know, you know, after somebody had made a statement. And I would have never contradicted it. And yet the person who spoke after them would be very respectful and they would acknowledge they could see that. And that yet through their experience they came at it differently and put that on the table and that happened just time after time you're like this is a very unusual conversation that's happening right here where you know (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean it it definitely uh does not mirror you know uh, other public conversations that happen on social media or or whatever it's like well here we are right in each other's space and our faces are looking at each other and yeah. uh, and there's a real authenticity. I wondered what you thought about, yeah, some of the more critical comments of it. I mean, I think, you know, you and I and, and Jill, we obviously love this film uh, and we think it has a lot to offer, but there were some people that really, you know, struggled with it. What did you think about that? <laughs> I think we should struggle, you know. <laughs> um, you know, uh, so, um, you know, particularly there was two, there was two, things that I felt people struggled with, one of which was representation of, like, bodies, you know, yeah. bodies yeah. on screen. And um, that was, that was uh, you, you know, I I didn't feel like it was disrespectful, but it was, it was a humorous kind of touch on yeah. our own physicality and our you know, <laughs> right, frailties right. and our foibles and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And and that piece of it, my personal perspective was that Dina, the lead character, um, really, you know, really wanted to be embodied, you know, like wanted to have 
you know, something acknowledged about her physicality and her sexuality and, you know, and so there, there, I, you know, I felt that that honored an intent of hers. In, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. And 100%. that we're often not allowed to have bodies unless they're somehow Hollywood perfect there or something. You know? <laughs> and, Correct. And oh, yeah. It was yeah. a film that, that, you know, celebrates something that was different, you know, and I, so maybe there was yeah. humor in it, but I, I also felt like it was honoring. So uh, I, I think the, I think so. I think I think that's right. Yeah, it's almost a feminist film, you know. Yeah. Um, it's really great that way. But go ahead. The other critique really had to do with like um, who's who's. Uh, yeah, sorry, I'm going to stumble over words here, but basically, no, yeah. Yeah. who was owning the story that was being told? You know, right. was it respectful of Dina? Did it carry her voice in the way? And also, like, did the other people who were peripherally touched on feel the same ownership of this movie that maybe she did? And the um, and be and were they giving the same permissions for that kind of intimate access to their lives? Um, and so that was the question I struggled with a little bit more. Um, and I think it's a fair one. You know, I I I. Uh, um, it, it feels uh, very strange to be in somebody's intimate space. I appreciated that about the film Gleason, and I appreciated that about it. I felt, you know, extremely honored mm-hmm. to be able to enter into that space, but recognizing yeah. in the case of Gleason that everybody who was being filmed was very fully a participant in choosing that, and this film right. felt like some were, but maybe some weren't as much. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I, I so appreciate, um, and, and Jill and I and Disart just so appreciate, um, when dialogues go that way, when it's a back and forth and, and you're feeling like voices are being heard. Um, and I, you know, I just, I commend you and Grand Rapids is a, a better place, you know, because of what you guys are doing. So, so keep up the good work, man. Well, thanks. You know, that's uh, the, that's the magic, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. And our celebrations, you know, love of it really is rooted in that that um, ability that it has to help us to see ourselves in a in a different way and see each other in a different way. And and yeah, and yeah. that's what that's what art does too. I think so. I feel like it has a place in an event like Art Prize, and I really appreciated how you helped us to participate in that. Awesome. Well, let's keep the work up, and uh, thanks again for talking, Emily. We'll see you soon. Oh, thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Well, thanks, Chris and Emily, for such a great uh, conversation. And She's so great, isn't she? Yeah, we yeah. love yeah. working with her, yeah. and as you can tell in the conversation, she gets it. Yeah, Celebration Cinema, um, we've probably done, I don't know, what, three or four yeah. events with them. And, and looking forward to two more in the yeah. next. Yeah, yeah. Well, this one and then one yeah. more in the next month. Yeah. Well, actually, and oh. then we'll be doing Wonder, uh, oh, which yeah. comes out too. But um, that's right. We just want to really encourage everybody to go see Dana. Um, it starts October 6th mm-hmm. at Celebration Cinema. Mm-hmm. Uh, Celebration has made a commitment to caption all yes. of those screenings, which is awesome. Uh, and so uh, go out, watch the film, let us know what you think on Instagram uh, and on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, where you can find us. Now, we're going to be doing a bunch of these, um, and, uh, yeah, they're going to be quick, right? Yeah, quick, pretty unedited, mm-hmm. pretty raw. Yeah, 
conversations. Just, yeah, because yeah. we want to get them out to you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And if you uh, if you want to have us talk about something, let us know on social media, and we'll get to that. Uh, but anyway, you've been listening to Dystopia with your co-host Chris Smith and Jill Vin. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks a lot. We'll, we'll see you next time. time.